21 stories of hope we are back we are live and kicking today's title is power 21 stories of hope unedited version 12 over 21 it was written on the 6th of april 2020 they say give a man power to expose his true colors it's either the true colors are good or bad anyway they get exposed with power and i say give a man power and he realizes his true potential you know so my focus is on is on good i don't want to focus on the bad things you know so anyway the year 2013 i, I was a first year student enrolled to study human resource and management and it was in one of the afternoon classes when i was voted as a class representative for one of the subjects in my first year which i think it was communication and i was so excited about the position because for me it meant most people in my class will know who i am and that meant more attention from the girls in my class <laughs> anyway so forgive me but i really enjoyed the attention from my varsity peers it's the only thing i could afford at the time because and the power that came with the position it was not that much because i, I would just collect registers and distribute uh, before and after class literally i only interacted with my fellow classmates during the register circulation or when some student wanted to raise concerns which happened once in a while so i just enjoyed the attention so little did i know it was the beginning of my journey in the ranks of leadership and power in the institution because before the year ended i had already secured my second position in the drama team society as the drama chairperson and that meant um, ensured that the drama members are disciplined and attend rehearsals in time. I will also book rehearsal venues and organize logistics for the team, which also put me in a very strategic position of me being exposed to the girls of drama members and being noticed by most students in the institution. <laughs> Never mind the part of the girls, but nonetheless, I enjoyed the attention, believe me. And that position came with a little bit of power because I had influence over the team and also over the director at the time. Before the year came to an end, I had already secured myself another position in the institution for the following year as a drama director, which was a big deal for me because now I'm used to being a chairperson and the demands or roles and responsibilities of a chairperson are nothing compared to of a director. So, what made me worry a lot is that one of the drama members was already my girlfriend at the time. So while another member was potentially a side chick, even though we didn't do anything beyond flirting, believe me, like in my, I, I think I'm a late boomer because during my varsity days, like I just enjoyed the attention that I was starting to get when I was in varsity. So becoming a director would mean I should be disciplined and dating amongst the drama members could be harmful. So. The following year, uh, which was 2014, uh, came and I was officially appointed as a drama director. And I was really grateful for the opportunity. And the story doesn't end there because even though the year 2014 came with a lot of challenges, it also produced a leadership position for me as a resident chairperson for the year 2014-2015. So now you can start to imagine that I'm starting to understand leadership roles. I'm starting to understand power. I'm starting to understand how to behave when you're around these people and how to behave when you're around the others, you know? So, for me, it meant more exposure to more students again and more girls of the institution. Be patient with me on the girls' part. 
I really enjoyed female attention in my varsity. For some reason, their attention made me feel like special. I don't know. Is it maybe? But I don't have mommy issues. That bad thing called mommy issues. No one knows, right? Or maybe people do know. So as the resident um, chairperson, I had enough power to discipline, recruit, motivate, and be great. You know? As the resident committee team, we were responsible for the first year's orientation program, which included activities, tutorials, and daily check-ins, meetings which got me into trouble, by the way. Because <laughs> I was the chairperson there, and a lot of shit happened. One night, I came back from campus, got to the residence, um, took a quick shower, and went to the first year's daily check-in, which we used to call it roll call. And when I arrived by the venue, I was so excited because I had an amazing rehearsal on that day. When some of the first years started telling me how unhappy they are about the whole daily check-ins and how they were treated by some of my committee members, which included me. The sad part was that they had already been communicating with the campus student representative. And because some of the first years dated the SRCs, which is Student Representative Council members, they had already been told about how weak our positions are as resident committee compared to the SRC position. So I'm giving you a brief background. That night, Roll call was supposed to take less than 20 minutes compared to the usual time of more than uh, 50 minutes. We ended up taking two hours and I ended up saying, I don't give a fuck about the SRC at the residence. We have our own rules and we will stick into them. <laughs> that right there changed the whole scenario, changed the whole thing. I had started a war between my committee and the SRC who felt like they are more powerful than us. So now it was a battle of powers. Everything happened so fast to a point where one moment the first years were singing, uh, we were not singing, were signing petitions, you know, uh, uh, because they also felt like they have power to remove us. The SRC were conducting investigations, which again is a symbol of power. Myself and my committee, we were suspended until further notice pending investigations, which again, because we were suspended, it symbolizes power again. Whoever suspended us had power, which was the resident manager. The campus student structure were working on a, a defense mechanism for each member of my committee that belonged to their structures. Because even amongst my committee, we were now divided. I belonged to a certain political party. Uh, the other committee members from my uh, resident committee members also belong to another party. So at the campus is tense, at the rest is tense, everywhere is just tense, you know? I remember when I was invited to a boardroom and I was questioned about what I said on that night during the first year's TV check-in. <laughs> I was made to feel small and the whole statement was now told to the SRC in a different way. In a way that uh, presented me as a bully and a chairperson that abuses power. You know, the campus and residence was in an awkward position because it was tense and the first year's group was now divided. My committee was divided. SRC was divided because some of the members were my friends and the student structures were also more divided now, you know. So some wanted us to be expelled. Some wanted us to be suspended and be appointed later on so that we can be taught a lesson to respect the SRC. It was now a battle of who had more power than the other. You know, us as a committee, united, or the first years united, or the SRC united, or student structures united, or none of the above, only the management of the institution had the power to decide. 
those are questions that I'm asking. Anyway, for me, <laughs> uh, the answer will be, for me, the whole series of events taught me a lesson that I will never forget. I saw students whom I assisted from day one at the residence turn their backs on me and changing my whole statement to an insult that I always said during the daily check-in, while none of that was true. I saw people whom I considered friends turn their back on me, plotting other students to come forward with more false accusations so that the case of my committee to be expelled can carry with I also saw student structures doing everything in their powers to protect their own members who form part of my community. For me, my biggest takeaway was that when people have power, they are indeed exposed to who they truly are because some first years have the power to sign the petition to expel us, but they never did, which means they truly remained to who they truly are and chose to accept the truth for what it is. Some RSC members saw an opportunity to destroy and address their issues with the resident manager and me as an individual because of who I was becoming at the institution, a powerful individual because of my previous position that I, ha- I have held within the institution. When you are in power or when you are in a powerful position that can influence the future of the next individual in a positive or a negative way, always ask yourself if you want to build or you want to destroy. And believe in me, some power is temporary. If you choose to destroy, be ready for the tables turn. Because tables will turn. And yeah, before the year came to an end, me and my community, we were reinstated because of lack of evidence and more students coming forward about that night and resident committee, that the resident committee was not appreciated. Another opportunity was presented for your homeboy because the following year, I was appointed as an SRC spokesperson, which was 2015-2016, and which meant another powerful position. The very same year, tables 10, that became the deputy president of the institution, <laughs> which didn't mean girls and social credibility, but it meant uh, leadership, collaboration, influence, growth, network, experience, and motivation. Because every position you are appointed to is all up to you what you want to gain from it you know uh, with the power that comes with it so it's either you want to build or you want to destroy but remember that table 10 21 stories of hope mashilo peace